This was big news when 60 Minutes, Morley Safer, investigated how the French, with their rich cuisine, had lower rates of heart disease than Americans. Take a listen to this clip from back in 1991. The wine has a flushing effect. It removes platelets from the artery wall. So the answer to the riddle, the explanation of the paradox, may lie in this inviting glass. Now there seems to be a paradox about that paradox. A recent article said the halo effect of red wine might be wearing off. Joining us is Dr. Jennifer L. Hay, a behavioral scientist and health psychologist at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center here in the city. Dr. Hay, good to have you here. Okay, so we heard the late Morley Safer there uh, talking about wine having a flushing effect, preventing our arteries from getting clogged. What, what does the latest research say about that? Is it true? So I work in a cancer center, and most of my uh, emphasis has been on the cancer risks. But, you know, just to, um, you know, just to, respond to what you're saying, the the effect on heart disease risk has really not hold, held up over time. What, it, what, what they were saying back then is a, a chemical in, in red wine called resveratrol uh, was very helpful in, in um, you know, maintaining cardiac health. And that evidence really hasn't held up. Um, the additional issue, I think, for us in the cancer world is that People have really confused the the you know the heart disease research with the cancer research, um, you know, and it's been known for quite a while, at least fifteen years, that alcohol increases cancer risk. So I think one of the important things is a you know it, it uh, uh, wine does not uh, necessarily help the heart, um, and additionally, we need to really think separately about the cancer risk. Because so many Americans are trying hard to reduce their cancer risks. Right. Let's talk about that again. Yeah, as as you point out, that's your field of expertise, being at Sloan Kettering. Right. So what cancers do we need to worry about if we drink too much red wine? Um, well, it's it's a number of cancers. Um, many people are aware that that alcohol increases the risks of liver cancer. Um, other cancers that that are um, are implicated here are head and neck cancers like esophageal cancer, oral cancer. But even more, um, I think, surprisingly for many Americans, alcohol increases the risks of colon cancer and breast cancer. Um, and in, particularly with breast cancer, the risks start to increase even when people drink fairly moderately or lightly. And that's just an important message, I think, for everyone uh, as they make informed decisions about their drinking. Right. And do you have advice for any of your patients um, about how much you should drink? I mean, people always say, well, drink, drink wine or drink anything in moderation. What's your definition of moderation? Well, so the the definition right now um, with the... um, the dietary guidelines in the U.S. are that women should drink no more than one drink a day, uh, um, and men should drink no more than two drinks a day. Um, that's the, the those are the current uh, dietary guidelines. Um, but what I say to my patients really is less is best. Less is best, and um, you know uh, there are some communities where that that message 
you know, it makes a lot of sense. People who have already been diagnosed with cancer, those who have a family history of cancer, or those who are just very concerned about their cancer risks. You know, um, alcohol use is the third most important risk factor for cancer after tobacco and excess body weight. And so anyone who is concerned about their cancer risks or has a family history um, really should think about drinking less. Less is best. All right. Easy to remember and good to know. And we thank you so much. Dr. Jennifer Hay, a behavioral scientist, health psychologist at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center here in the city.